Welcome to Bushido Bites, the way of the warrior, where we bring you Christ-centered character education and wisdom for personal development. This is Josiah Armstrong, founder of the School of Warrior Arts, and we're so excited to bring you and your family transformational resources. We're on a mission to pass on the faith to the next generation and raise up worshiping warriors. So get ready for today's training, and thanks for joining the fight of faith. Okay. Here we go. We are ready to kick off this party. I'm so excited to do this session with you. We're going to jump into character training. Character training. Now, let me make a point on this for a moment. One, why do we need to train in character? Does the Bible even command us to actually train in character, or is that just something that should happen by itself? Let me tell you something. Developing character in your life does not just happen by itself. It must be chosen. And the Bible says in 1 Timothy 4, 7, that, you know, physical exercise is of some benefit. But training yourself to be godly or exercising yourself to be godly has profit and benefit in this life and in the life to come, in the ages to come. It helps you in this day and age for everything you do. And it's what really matters in heaven, in the next age. Okay, And we are called to actually be focused and discipline ourselves to be godly. That means you have to choose it. Day in, day out, you must decide what kind of man, what kind of woman you will become. And every struggle, every situation, every friendship and relationship you have, every opportunity you have, gives you truly the opportunity to develop character, to develop virtue. So we are called to develop this, to be intentional with it. I love this. I love that invitation from God to do so. So I'm going to teach. You're going to have a time to respond, and then we'll do Q&A. So make sure you fill out the worksheets that you got. Fill in the blanks. Follow along if you can. Help engage your heart, engage your mind. And listen, we write things down because it actually helps you retain it. It sticks longer in your mind and in your heart when you actually write it down. It actually activates your brain in a different way. So stay engaged. Take notes. Try to fill in the blank in your worksheet. Okay, so our first character word in a way to kick off Camp Rob, okay, is the warrior. The warrior. Super excited. And as you can see, there's a definition right up top, the warrior. It is a forerunning and bold pioneer spirit that keeps us on the front line of battle. It expresses courage and strength, and we make a way for others. A warrior sacrificially makes a way for other people to have freedom, to have liberty. It's bold. It's daring. It's heroic. It's brave. It's powerful. This is so amazing. You know, when we think in the scriptures, who was a warrior? Who demonstrated that warrior spirit? Maybe a bunch of things come to mind or different people in the Bible come to mind for you. Okay? One, how about Joshua and Caleb? Joshua took God's people into the promised land after they literally wandered in the wilderness for 40 years, stuck in unbelief. There came a great time of transition and a new type of leader was needed to go into the promised land. Because in the promised land, in the promised land, there was going to be massive giants to conquer, to fight. Cities, territories, empires 
to conquer. I think there was over 31 empires to fight and battle. Moses was a great shepherd who led them for 40 years in the wilderness. There needed to be a new type of leader for the next stage of the journey. It needed a warrior that was going to fight and lead the people as an army. That was Joshua. And there was another man named Caleb who was of an older generation. And the Bible says he had a different spirit. When everyone else lost heart, when everyone else was a coward, when everyone else was afraid and did not want to fight the battles that they needed to to have the promise of God, there was a different person named Caleb that actually believed that actually did not shrink back, that actually was willing to be the warrior, to go in and say, I want the promise that God has for me, and I'm willing to fight for it, and I'm not going to back away no matter what it costs me. Because he was doing it for his life and all his children and children's children after him. Joshua and Caleb were of a generation of a different spirit. But we also think of people like Esther, who was a young girl brought in to the Persian kingdom, and she literally saved all of the Jews that were in captivity in Babylon at the time. She saved them because she was willing to die, to go before the king, to plead her case for her people, and overturn an entire enemy scheme by a man named Haman. It was a demonic agenda to kill all the Jews. And Esther was a warrior who fasted and prayed and went before the king, and it could have cost her her life. But she was a young girl, and she saved her people. She was a warrior. She was a hero. Truly. And we have people like J.L. J.L. in the Bible also. Who literally put a spike through the head of an enemy king. Warrior woman. Deborah. A judge. A prophetess. Overseeing Israel. Amazing woman of God. And then people like Mary who bore Jesus. What a warrior. In terms of a warrior spirit. She was brave. People didn't understand she, she was willing to be ridiculed, misunderstood. We'll take questions afterwards. But Mary was a warrior. She, she faced difficulty to bear a savior for all of humanity. Amazing. Amazing. Now, you can follow along in your notes. Listen, in the Bible, it says the Lord is called a warrior. The Lord is called a warrior. And he fights for justice. God cares about making wrong things right. He cares about your life. He cares about doing what is good and right and true. He cares about justice. And all over the Bible you can see in Isaiah 59. Where it says God was grieved when he saw nobody to stand up for the cause of truth and justice. He says I'm appalled that there's nobody to be a warrior to stand up for what's right. So I myself will arise as a warrior. I will come as a man of zeal, a man of war, and I will come and bring justice. I will bring salvation. That's God. He is a warrior who fights for the weak. He fights for the orphan. He fights for the widow. He fights for those that don't have a voice. He becomes their voice, and he makes wrong things right. He fights for the oppressed and brings freedom. And when we think of being a warrior, the first stage of warfare, follow along in your notes now, the first stage of warfare is overcoming fear. Listen to me. Overcoming fear. Overcome fear. And they know how to change the atmosphere around them. Warfare is about overcoming fear and changing the atmosphere. Changing the environment. Because fear 
makes everything feel weird and out of place, and it distorts reality. We don't see things the way that they really are. Fear does that. We need to be very clear on reality. Warriors know how to do that. And we do that by releasing God's goodness. We do that by releasing God's blessing over negativity and unbelief and hopelessness. And those are key words for you, negativity, unbelief, hopelessness. Warriors know how to release God's blessing and goodness. See, warriors know how to take bold risk. Look at your notes. Know how to take bold risk in facing our fears. To be a warrior means you must face your fear. Listen, fear robs you of courage. It robs you of confidence, and it makes us cowards. Listen to me, young man, young woman. Fear will make you a coward. Will make you shrink back in the face of difficulty. And when it's difficulty, that is the very thing that's the call to make you great. God's called you to be an overcomer. We're called to be actually more than conquerors. Come on, that's good news. We're called to be more than conquerors, not cowards. The Bible even says that cowards cannot even enter into heaven. That's why you must train yourself to not back away under difficult things. When you're afraid, you need to do something anyway. You need to act in spite of being afraid. That's called bravery, courage. That's exercising a warrior spirit. And that takes effort, right? I love what the Bible says in 2 Timothy 1.7. God has not given me a spirit of fear, but power and love and a disciplined mind. God's not giving me a spirit of fear, but power and love and a disciplined mind. You can write that down. Put that in your notes. And here's the thing, too. God's called us to fight. We're called to fight. But we're not called to fight in the flesh. We're called to fight, but not fight in the flesh. See, the weapons of our warfare, the Bible says, are not carnal. Right? We don't just fight with our fists and our feet and our hands. We have spiritual weapons that are mighty through God to actually destroy strongholds, thoughts, ideas that come in to make you afraid. They want you to believe lies. God's given us weapons to be warriors, to know how to lay hold of falsehood and put it under our feet. We're called to fight. And in fact, listen, our job is to destroy the works of the devil. Jesus, it says, came to destroy the works of the devil. That's pretty cool. Jesus was the ultimate warrior. Come on. He was amazing. He fought a war and he fought through love. But let me tell you something. He came to destroy the works of the devil. You and me are also called to destroy the works of the devil. We need to develop a warrior spirit that's not afraid of the darkness, but know who we are as children of light and who overcome the darkness. We're called to go into environments, homes, atmospheres, schools, grocery stores, playgrounds, sports teams, and bring the light. Release goodness. Change the atmosphere. Preach the gospel. So amazing. We called to destroy the works of the devil in us and around us. Come on. We were made to set captives free. We were made to set captives free. You know, and warriors, here's a great thing. Warriors know how to walk in peace. You can write that down. Warriors know how to walk in peace. 
And warriors are always listening for the voice of the Holy Spirit. That's in your notes. Warriors are always listening for the voice of the Holy Spirit. A real spiritual warrior. Listen, I'm not just talking about being a warrior that has a mean face and is gritty and tough. It's not like that. I'm talking about spiritual toughness. And yeah, that may come out in physical toughness too. As you can see, that's part of my life, you know. I teach martial arts. I, I do personal training. I, I, I get to fight with people <laughs> in a loving, good way. But nonetheless, I'm talking about a spiritual toughness. And a part of that is we learn to live by the voice of the Holy Spirit. We learn how to listen to the voice of God because when we can hear his voice and obey his voice, we become strong and we can overcome anything. We overcome by the blood of the lamb, the word of our testimony, loving not our lives even unto death. And when we can hear his voice, we can then walk in peace. We don't have to be afraid. Peace lets me face fear with confidence. Peace lets me overcome and, and face challenges without turning away. When you're at peace, you can think clearly, and warriors know how to think clearly under pressure. And just like training, when we, when we do hand-to-hand hand combatives, one of the important things about fighting is actually learning how to stay calm, learning how to relax, learning how to stay at peace. Otherwise, we get so hyped up, we use all this energy, we get exhausted, and when we get exhausted, we become vulnerable, and then we get beat up, we get knocked out. And that's what the devil wants to do is wear us out, get us overly tense when we're called to be at peace and learn to fight from the place of rest in God. Here's the other thing. Being a warrior isn't just about being strong in yourself. Listen, the Bible says this. The joy of the Lord is our strength. And warriors are always confident in God's nature. Warriors are not confident in themselves because we're strong, because we have muscles, because we just know the Bible. That's not what gives us confidence. What gives us confidence is who God is for us. Because God is a loving father. That God is a warrior. God is the one who fights for us. Therefore, we can have confidence. We can have peace. Being a warrior also looks like gentleness. Being a warrior also looks like the ability to forgive people. Being a warrior looks like being kind to people that are mean to you and hurtful towards you. That's a warrior. It takes bravery and courage to do the right thing when everyone else is doing the wrong thing. Do you understand? It takes a warrior to go against the grain. When everyone is doing this, it takes a warrior to go against the status quo. What everyone else is doing, to stand for what's right. That takes bravery, courage, and a warrior spirit. Say, I'm going to live for God and live for the truth no matter what it costs me. I don't care if they call me names, reject me, don't like me, think I'm stupid. It doesn't matter. A warrior says, I'm going to do what's right and believe God at his word. And when you do that, let me tell you something. You actually make a way for other people to experience freedom, to experience truth, to experience God. And that's what warriors do. Warriors help bring breakthrough for other people. That's pretty good, right? It's pretty good. Warriors do not bow down to fear. Warriors do not bow down to fear. It does not let fear rob us from taking chances or taking risks or speaking up and using our voice. Sometimes we're so afraid to be honest because we're afraid that people are going to reject us. 
Being a warrior means speak up. Your voice is valuable, right? It means taking a step to try out for a team that you may be afraid to do. It means taking that next challenge and doing something that you might be scared to do because you're afraid to fail. We don't let fear rob us. So I'm going to ask you these two questions, and we're going to respond here. Because then at the core, we are called to be a warrior. Every man and woman of God in the Bible carried a warrior spirit. Sometimes it looked in different ways, but let me tell you something. Every one of these guys, if you look in the book of Hebrews chapter 11, it talks about all those that have gone before us that were men and women of faith. They did amazing things. They conquered kingdoms. They received promises. They received their dead back to life. They were killed themselves. They were unafraid to do amazing things because they believed God. They had a warrior spirit, a bold spirit. They expressed courage to walk by faith and not by sight. We're called to do the same as men and women of God, young men, young women, to rise up and believe God, to do great things in our life and on behalf of other people. A generation needs young ones like you to rise up and be a light and a witness. When I was in school and I met Jesus for the first time, I was a pioneering person in my school where no one else was speaking up about Jesus around me in my school. It took one person to take God seriously at his word and overcome fear and stop caring about their reputation and care about their freedom, other people's freedom, and God's word coming in to speak up. To step out. And God's looking for you to do the same. So here's my two questions. Where are you being robbed by fear in your life? That could be anything. It could be some of you are afraid to sleep in your bedroom with the lights off. And you're afraid to be alone. You gotta ask yourself why. Can God meet you there? Can God meet you there? Where are you being robbed by fear is one of your questions that we're gonna respond to. And you can journal that down. And then two, if you were to demonstrate being a warrior and taking bold risk, whether it's at home, whether it's at school, whether it's in writing down a goal and actually going after it with all your heart, whether it's in your faith, what does it look like to develop that warrior spirit and take bold risk? What would you do? Or what would you say? That's your question. Father, we love you. Jesus, we bless you. You are the ultimate warrior. You demonstrated the warrior spirit that faced fear, that despised shame. You came and destroyed the works of the devil, and you conquered the fear, an intense trial of the cross, and you suffered well. You were obedient even unto death. You went all the way to the cross, sacrificially, on behalf of us. Thank you for your sacrifice. Thank you for your bravery. Thank you, Jesus, for being the warrior that went before us, that fought for us to bring us life and healing and salvation. Thank you for being our deliverer, for being our advocate, the one who stood up on our behalf to plead our case, even when it cost you your life. We thank you. Teach us to be like you, to grow in character and virtue as a spiritual warrior. God, that we'd be focused, that we'd be fierce, that we would express courage, that we would stand up and step out and take the front line. We wouldn't wait in the back. But God, we'd be the first to step up 
even when it costs us. Teach us to be like you, to follow hard after you, to be brave and courageous. Keep us from the temptation of being cowards. Keep us from evil and letting fear dominate us. Teach us to overcome and be conquerors as you called us to. We thank you, Lord, for the grace of a warrior spirit. Release that upon us that you could use us in the moments that matter. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. Hey, and thanks for tuning in today and joining us on Bushido Bites. Make sure you download the associated resources that go along with today's lesson and be sure to take action. Write down your insights and applications, engage in discussion with your family and those in the same journey of growth. As warriors, we discipline ourselves in the godliness by the grace of God. Every day is a training day. Every day is a day to grow.